Welcome to Country Dwellers Podcast, Season 3, Episode 7. The Earth is entering her beautiful crone phase, and so is Runa. Enjoy! Meet. Good morning. Marilyn. Good morning. How are you today, beauty? Oh, I'm doing well. Thanks to all our listeners out there joining us for Country Dwellers. Season we, three. We episode... had an influx of uh, new followers. Have you noticed that? No, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to hear that. I have no idea what episode this is. Seven? Eight? <laughs> Yes, this is seven. Okay, great. This is season three, episode seven. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And as promised last week, I did get the website updated. Good girl. Good girl. Up to um, what? Season, or season. Up to episode five, right? Six. I did six last night. Oh, you did? Yeah. Well, awesome. I was stressing waiting for the Viking to come home from being stranded in the middle of the bay. <laughs> Well, you know what? At least you were productive. So there you go. I had to distract myself. I knew he was fine. It's it's just, you know, a little distressing. I'd be worried. I, I'd be worried for sure. Because, I mean, you never know what could really happen. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that would worry me a little bit. So, yeah, the website is updated and the Viking made it back to shore. No problem. So, good. <laughs> very, very good. Um, like we talked about last week, this week we're going to start talking, because I want to get a jump on it, this week we're going to start talking, um, I'm trying to change my ways, Runa, I'm trying to change my ways. Okay, Virgo. <laughs> um, this week we're going to start talking about, uh, Samhain prep, what we are doing for, um, each of us is doing to prep for Samhain, and like we discussed last week, with you being solitary, it is a little bit different mm -hmm. uh, with me being high priestess, which yeah. is amazing because different is fabulous. So um, let's start with you first. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I want to ask you first, how was your full moon? Oh, it was amazing. Thank you. Um, you know, the Aries full moon um, always... <sighs> There's something about an Aries, you know what I'm saying? That fiery, fiery energy. And it always brings me to life, you know? And so I wasn't going to do a full moon, um, but I had a vision of myself underneath the moon, just allowing that fire to consume me. And then, then here I am, like Ash, just releasing the skin and becoming the spirit of light that I am. And allowing myself to be free, you know? So, um, that is what told me I should do a full moon. And so, Great. and it was fabulous. Fabulous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, the, the energy, the Aries energy for me as a Scorpio and the way things align in my chart is, uh, pretty heavy, but, uh, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm handling it. I'm handling it. And, and I'm using that energy to prep for Samhain, like we talked about. Um, for me, 
I'm working on spells for protection and to neutralize harm. And while still opening channels for ancestors and other spirit guides to, and, and to bring in messages of the veil is thinning. I've been feeling it for weeks already. Uh, if you're super sensitive to things, you probably are feeling the same. Um, and, you know, as we get closer and closer to the witch's new year of Samhain, you're going to feel it more and more. Um, I was looking over some of the lore last night, and it's so funny how people explained, you know, the thinning of the veil and the spirit world coming so close to our, our realm here on, on earth and, you know, the things that they would do and wouldn't do and how we, you know, got to jack-o'-lanterns and, you know, the, mm -hmm. all of the superstitions around the black singing cats. singing for treats. Yes, <laughs> begging for treats, right? Um, it's, it's funny because my prep as a solitary and as, as a person working the land right now uh, is all about storing the harvest. You know, we finally got the last bit of our cider made. We're just, it's brewing now. Next week it'll get bottled. Um, and then part of the witch's brew that we'll talk about in a little bit, I'm doing that. I harvested pumpkins. Uh, I'm harvesting winter greens already. And um, just getting ready for winter. I mean, part of you know somebody who's close to the land and part of a solitary practice, you are super, super close to the earth and you cannot avoid but see the changes that are coming. Mm -hmm, for sure. So that's, I mean, that's kind of what, what I've been doing. It's, I've been really focused still, you know, we just finished uh, at the end of the month, we just finished uh, fishing season. So uh, now we have to turn our attentions on, you know, autumn gardens and winter growing. Now and, you're landlocked. Yes, I know I'm landlocked. I'm landlocked. <laughs> Although I'm hoping um, that uh, um, as I celebrate my transformation into crone this Samhain season, you know, I'm prepping for my big bonfire and what that looks like. Um, I got to tell you, there are some physical symptoms that go along with turning into a crone, but we'll probably talk about that next week because I'm still kind of processing it and trying to understand how to explain it to other people. But um, I'm hoping that we can go camping before Samhain. Uh, I want to go out on the peninsula and do some mushrooming in the, oh, good. <laughs> in the national forest. So because we already have snow in the Mount Baker Snoqualmie National Forest, so I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of mushrooming unless I come driving down to the southern part of the forest, and I don't foresee that happening right now. So, <laughs> um, But I might be able to talk the Viking into going out on the peninsula and sitting in the hot springs and doing some mushrooming. So. Oh, that sounds like, that sounds good sitting in the hot, that reminds me, I need to have my husband put some chemicals in our hot tub so I can sit in there for sure. Um, 
How about you? What are your big preps for salad? Well, you know, I mean, when we like you, I've been feeling the whole energetic thing since like August. Once August comes, that's when I start feeling. Um, now, when llamas hits, uh, that's it seems yeah. to to mm -hmm. prompt that it triggers exactly, yeah. and then. Um, and then, you know, I start getting the contact and start feeling and seeing and all of that even more. And so I have to definitely, I need to do my boundaries again. Mm -hmm. um, You've been saying that for a couple of weeks now. I know, girl. I know. I definitely. Just do it. <laughs> I do it. I need to do it. Um, so that's one of the things I need to do. Uh, you know, when we talk about salad, we also talk about it being that last harvest too. So mm -hmm. it's funny that you're talking about making sure that you harvest. I still have to get out there and harvest my lavender, my sage, my rosemary, my mint. I can't believe you still have lavender. Yeah, it is growing like nobody's business. Oh. So it's, that's why I've, I've just kind of left it alone, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was going to go and harvest it last weekend, but it was mm -hmm. raining. So I don't do the rain very well. You know that. So <laughs> I, just, yeah. okay. I, I feel, I feel like I also have to harvest sticks. My, the willow is dropping things and I need to get those, those vines because I said I was going to make baskets, harvest baskets. Mm -hmm. And so that's one thing that's on my radar, but it may not happen for another week or so. And then it's going to be like, wah, crazy. You know, sometimes, sometimes all the shit we put on our plate, we need to acknowledge is the shit we put on our own plate. So oh, sure. Pay attention to it. I, I just, I hate wasting resources. Mother Earth is oh, giving me this gift. And I know. she's saying, Runa, you need to take, you need to do this. You've been saying, you know, I, I learned how to weave baskets when I was a teenager. And have I ever done it again? No. I've never learned how to weave baskets. And um, although it's extremely beautiful, I have no urge to learn. <laughs> I will buy one. Um, definitely trade out for sure, barter system. But um, yeah, I'm good. Um, so with Samhain coming in, Samhain is that ushering in of the winter time, right? It's right. that last harvest. It's that ushering in of the winter. And it's that confirmation that um even with indian summer that it is definitely we're in the dark season whether you want to be or not this is where we're headed right right and um and all of the planetary influences are making this a pretty heavy transition into into the winter season so one of the other things i'm doing to prepare is um i am I have been reorganizing my office. I've been getting rid of all kinds of amazing things. Um, I'm prepping my store on my website to put up some of those amazing things. Um, and I have to not just harvest in my backyard, but one of the things that I really need to do is my backyard is, that's like my, that's like my hallowed sacred space right mm -hmm. you know and if anybody's ever been on my property in my backyard you can physically see the fae you can physically see the spirits oh, yeah. dance around the trees of whomever was uh, on this land prior you know mm -hmm. the indigenous and um you can see all of that and so when Samhain comes 
um, usually on like, I try and do it by sunset of November 2nd is when I try and do it because I take in All Saints Day, uh, mm -hmm. Day of the Dead, all that, you know, all of that into consideration, right? Sure. And so the end of November 2nd, as the sun goes down, I go in my backyard and I kind of close down. I kind of close down not just the energy, um, but I, I close down, take down the hammock. I make sure the the outside is is clean. You know what I'm saying? You know mm -hmm. when you close when you shut things up for oh, yeah. winter. You know and yeah. get things ready. Pull the barbecue uh, in the garage. That exactly, kind of thing. exactly yeah. all that. Mm -hmm. So that is one of the things that I also do around that time. And I definitely go out there and close down that veil. I close down that because I can't. I'm always having spirit coming through and I, that, that portal, that veil, you can feel it back there. Once you step mm -hmm. foot from my grass into the trees, you can feel it. And so I need to, um, every year I go back and I'm like, okay, the veil is now shut. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what's coming up. You know what I'm saying? And so I have to at least put some kind of um, energetic boundary there and shut it so I don't have any remaining spirits that didn't get through the veil. So I kind of direct them all there, put them back, and close it down. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So that's that's uh, one of the most important things that I do for Samhain, for sure. My dilemma this year is whether or not the kids are going to go trick-or-treating. Um, I have, been, I still think people should get in their cars and just drive around and throw candy out. Oh, I do too. Definitely. I'm like, here, <laughs> little sucker. Um, I, although the CDC, um, uh, put out a thing about, uh, holidays, Halloween and Thanksgiving and stuff, but I haven't had a chance to read it because, well, I don't necessarily trust anything that they're putting out right now. So I don't trust anything that anybody's putting out right now. It's all, I think that we have to look through it, do our research, and then it's mm -hmm. probably somewhere in the middle. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But um, so our neighborhood, we have a neighborhood Facebook group and I've been looking on there and all the parents are like, yeah, we're going to have our kids trick or treat and this and that. But my thing is, is I have a kid with he's mm -hmm. immune, immunocompromised. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm, I'm really at such a quandary right now. I'm like, I don't know what the F to do. And I'm not only that, like we bought candy to prepare because we know these, we know our neighborhood and we know um, that we will still have kids. But I'm hoping, and maybe I should make a sign that says, hey, one trick-or-treater at a time, you know what I'm saying? Or just sit out on my front porch like sometimes I do, you know, mm -hmm. because it'll drive my dogs nuts. Well, and uh, it's unfair to the kids who aren't in a position to go trick-or-treating. Yeah. You know, I just, oh, it's, it's yeah. so hard. I'm so, so glad my kids are older because I, I would be really struggling with this and my heart goes out to all the parents who yeah. are dealing with this. Who are dealing with the decision. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so this decision will be one that is probably not made until like the day before. And then we will, and we've already told the kids like, look, we're not going to go all balls out this Halloween, you know, so, which we'd always do. We're going to decorate and you're going to wear like a last year's costume. You know what I'm saying? And then next year, 
you will go and we'll get new costumes and things mm -hmm. like that. But mm -hmm. no new decorations this new this year. No new mm -hmm. costumes. Think if you go trick or treating, we're we're doing it old style, <laughs> you know. And I'm sure that there's going to be quite a few people that, it, especially if it's not raining, are going to be sitting out where it's nice and open rather mm -hmm. than at their door when all those groups give me candy, you know. So, yeah. So that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I don't know what to expect here. We're probably, I'm probably just going to close the gate. Yeah. I'm just going to close the gate, um, which, you know, makes me grinchy and, and further, you know, solidifies my reputation as a bitchy old crone. But you know what? I didn't give up on traveling the world, going from land to sea and all around the world just so some trick-or-treater could come and bring me a nice little trick. COVID, yeah. <laughs> and then, even if I allow the kids to trick-or-treat, every little piece of candy that they bring in, I'm going to have to go through and disinfect. Every single one. So you know? ridiculous. I, yeah, I... I don't know, girl. This year is definitely... Definitely a different kind of year, huh? It, it absolutely is. <laughs> I, and you were talking about, you know, getting, you know, taking October and, and getting your classes and your shop all organized and stuff. I'm doing the same. Uh, you know, I told you I'm trying to birth this really big transformation in my life. And um, I, I, I'm looking again over there and it's getting better. And Good. I'm, you know, and I have... I have some better plans, but uh, I also feel like because of the way things are with us financially right now, I don't have the time to devote to it, and it feels really wrong. Like, things are still not balanced, and I'm like, this is Libra season. I am supposed to be focusing on balance, you know? <laughs> Well, I think, I think by doing that, you know, it's, it also kind of puts you under more of stress, you know, I mean, oh, yes. this balance yeah. needs to come organically as well, you know, and, and I'm, and I have been focusing a lot of balance, um, you know, our listeners may or may not know that I thought I was really, really sick and it turned out to be this huge hormonal imbalance, thankfully, but boy, did it knock me on my ass. And um, so I have been, you know, Libra season for me often is always about really, truly resting. And rest is not, um, it, it doesn't count if you're stressing the whole time you're resting. And so I have Because been, it's not only physical, it's mental right. as well. Well, absolutely. And rest, true rest is about calm and and caring for yourself and i am not beating myself up anymore good. about taking the break good I, it's a struggle I, my whole entire life sitting down you know just relaxing i have to be doing something else i have to be crocheting i have to be I writing know. i have to be planning whatever that's not true rest and now i'm i'm really you know working in my meditations to just be. I think one be. of the reasons that um, people, and I do it sometimes too, but I think one of the reasons that people um, think that they have to constantly be doing something is because by us constantly doing something, it makes us necessary. Yeah. It makes us needed in this world. And, and what we forget is 
we are spiritually needed in this world all mm -hmm. the time. Oh, yes. And we don't have to constantly be doing something to prove that. That's right. You know? That's so right. That's where that that's where that beautiful balance comes in. And we kind of allow ourselves to graduate and ascend into this space where I know that I'm necessary. I know mm -hmm. that my light is necessary in this world. Absolutely. And you know what? It's also necessary to my well-being. So mm -hmm. it's time for me to take care of myself. Absolutely. And the the thing to really understand. And I mean, how many times have both of us had this reminder? If you do not, do it, the universe will hit you with the sit the fuck down, sister, cannon, like it did with me and it did with you earlier in the summer because we weren't actually resting. We were checking the block and that doesn't work. No. You, you have to bring in that rest. That is a part of what you have to do is rest you have to rest and, and there I, is no fool in the universe the planetary influences right now are really really focusing on that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there's there's no fool in the universe when it comes oh, no. to resting. Oh, no 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 because no. i thought like after we realized what was going on with me because initially the symptoms looked a lot like covid and i was in complete freak out mode the Viking, he's very much a cool cucumber, but I could tell he was sweating a little bit too. But I told him there was one thing that kept making me think, you know, I'm either having a really severe allergy attack or I am, um, I've got this huge hormonal balance. And my, what it, I told him, I said, it feels like I'm about to start my period. And it was, it was, that was the only thing that was kind of keeping me grounded and keeping me like, okay, just take it easy. Listen to your body. Just relax. Don't freak out. And the next day I was like, yep, that's exactly what it was. You know, I still felt like I got hit by a Mack truck, but um, I was way better. And I was like, okay, universe, I hear you. I hear you. I'm, I'm listening. I'm resting. And then the next day I was like, okay, I'm better. I can go back to doing things and stuff. And I started moving around, doing things, everything like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm sitting on the couch. I'm just relaxing. I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> universe is like, um, have no, you not I had <laughs> Did you not hear me? <laughs> I know. I mean, and it's funny. I had to take that whole three days. There was just, there was no, there was So think, of, think about it this way too. I mean, you honoring yourself and taking those three days, I believe that you should take more, but taking those three days is honoring that movement into crone that phase into crone mm -hmm. of which we should very much honor and we should very much celebrate it's a oh, it's yeah. a wonderful magical time you know mm -hmm. um regardless of what your hormones are telling you um but i believe that you know you're going through this process and every phase that you feel is phasing you more and more into um being in that crone world and to allow yourself to take that time to acknowledge that time Mm -hmm. Take that time is I is one of the ways that you can celebrate that ascension. Yes, you know? yes, absolutely. And so the the following couple of days, 
I was like, no, we are going to be balanced. I'm not work, 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 work. I'll do my work and I have to take a break. I have to rest. I have to attend to other things. I can't put everything else aside. And, and it, you know, following that, that guidance that, you know, I had to get, you know, knocked down. (laughs) It's, it's been working. It's, it's been really great. And so I'm able to, you know, take care of my responsibilities and work this whole late stage capitalism thing and still focus on some of the things that I need to be focusing on. And, you know, the lead up to Samhain is a perfect time to do that. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, you know, one of the things that should help you balance is to remember you are only one being and what you can accomplish in one day is what you can accomplish. And if you don't get that entire list of 18,500 to-dos done in one day, that's okay. Because guess what? All that shit's going to be there tomorrow. So one of my early, early witch mentors back in the day, um, when I was living in Europe, she used to say she only did things when she felt the urge or she she was in the mood or in the zone. And, you know, honestly, it's a really good guidance. I mean, now you got to be careful because you can go to the other end of the spectrum, but seriously, yesterday, you know, I'm looking and I have some pro some other like, you know, magical flea market projects. I'm making anti-anxiety amulets. I've got, uh, some, uh, divination tools that I'm creating and things like that. Uh, I have glass, uh, antique doorknobs, vintage doorknobs that, um, that I spelled under, under the full moon. But um, there's, you know, there's some other things that I want to do before I put them up in the store. I was not in the mood to do that the other day. And, and I feel like if I, if I take that kind of energy to those things, it's not serving. So, yeah, I mean, think, think about it. Like you said, if you take that, oh God, I have to do this into your magic, your mm-hmm. magic is going to be shit. When you take the, oh my gosh, I feel really inclined to, you know, go and sing to my plants and you're singing to those plants. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Mm -hmm. they're going to grow. That's your magic, allowing them making, not making, but helping them to choose to grow for you. You know what I'm saying? Putting that beautiful magic into there. I fully believe that, yes, there are necessary things that we have to do right? Mm -hmm. But if I'm coming to a point where I'm like, oh, you know, and I'm the worst at it, like newsletters and shit like that. Like I want to be creative, but then I've got other things that I'm doing and my whole heart is not into writing that newsletter or that blog. Mm -hmm. So I I just don't, you know what I mean? But then sometimes I'll wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning and be like, that's the idea. And I'll come down and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, I, I completely believe in that. 100% believe in that. Um, let's talk about, we will talk about uh, planetary stuff in a minute. Let's go through um, your brews. Let's oh, witch's brew. Yes. 
So, oh, by the way, oh, sorry to interrupt. No, go by ahead. By the way, um, Samhain can be celebrated for anybody that's listening. I usually celebrate it on the, I start on the, well, I start every day, but I start on the evening of the 30th and I take it all the way to the evening of the second when I shut it down. So mm -hmm. your brews, what you got? So uh, one of the preparations that I'm doing for Salin is I am bottling all of the liqueurs that I made through the summer. So this is uh, homemade Chambord. And this lovely is homemade Cassius. Uh, this is black currant berries in uh, white alcohol. So uh, for my purposes, for both of these particular batches, it's white rum that I use. Mm. But you could use gin. Um, most people use vodka, but I have an allergic reaction to vodka. So rum was was my choice. And I, I have a I have an asshole reaction to vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make me a nice person. So these have been brewing in the brew closet uh, all summer, basically. Nice. They, they get they got shook once a week for the first four to six weeks, and then they've just been sitting there. So now I need to strain them. We'll save the berries because they make a great adult ice cream topper. <gasps> or, you know, they'll get frozen, and I can use them for ice cream. I can use them uh, to make... Uh, uh, sangria. Which oh, I, I love sangria, girl. Oh, I love sangria too. And this stuff is so good for that. It is so good for that. So I'll be bottling those uh, in the, the next week or so. Are you the hummingbird? He's no, back. the raven. Can you hear the raven? He's out here talking. He's a big sucker. I try to talk to him, but he ignores me. I'm not good enough for him. The other, the crows that come into the yard, they talk to me. We have conversation. But this big guy, he's like, oh, bitch, please. We have a, a raven nest that borders our property. Uh, we call him the, 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 the biggest one, which I think is actually the matriarch of the little family unit. Uh, it's split wing because her wings are wrong. Um, I don't know like if she was in this epic battle and those are war scars or what, but she, um, she and I have many conversations. Um, nice, I, told, right? I told her, I was like, those are your trees. Those are your fruit trees. You can have at those, but you leave these ones alone. <laughs> yeah, right? You're like, I cook with all this. Um, yeah, I have the, the crows and ravens that I talk to, and then I have my owl that comes to visit me, and we always have conversation. He is a romantic. <laughs> he definitely is. Um, okay, so let's talk about our uh, reduce, reuse, recycle. So I'm focusing on reduction this mm -hmm. week. This is my daily water urn. So it's a, a heirloom uh, ball jar, and I purchased uh, this cap with a straw. The Viking has one as well, because I see people with plastic water bottles in their hands, and I just, when we were out sailing last year, 
the amount of plastic trash oh my god on the shores in the water uh that we would pick up with our uh, our fishing hooks or our traps it's, it's obscene it is obscene. It, it literally makes me sick it makes me absolutely sick first of all why are you you still using fucking plastic bottles? You know what I'm saying? Like you can reuse stuff, even if it's a plastic water bottle, fucking put more water in it. Right. You know what I mean? It's not a fucking one use, you know? Right. Um, or get a glass bottle. Get a. I have tons of water bottles that I use. You yeah. know. Um, and Same. Some, we've got right? we've got our our basically what we call our house water. There's yeah. water bottles in the car. Yes the boat has water bottles the rig has water bottles like i'm i now i have in the kit the big giant gallon water stores but that's you know if we use that water guess what those things are going to get reused i'm gonna you right know, and secondly take your fucking trash and put it in a goddamn receptacle or recycle those plastic bottles. Don't be a fucking idiot and leave your trash around everywhere you fucking go, you mm -hmm. slob. You I, know what I'm saying? I just can't even fathom people who ride down the road and throw their stuff out the trash. What I, the I, fuck? Oh, it's in, I, up here in North County, the big thing that I see all the time too is people driving their pickup truck down the road and the bed is full of trash and it's just blowing all over the place. Really? Really? I want to get out and strangle them. I just, uh, uh, it makes me physically ill. It makes me physically ill to think that so many people have not learned not to be a litter bug. You know what I'm saying? Like so many, I I'm like, I, I just don't get it. I, I just, uh, I don't either. And Nine times out of ten, those people are people who are not wearing masks either. They have not gotten the lesson that Mother Nature is pissed at us. True, true. So, all I know is that we're doing our part, and that's all we can do, right? That's right, that's right. So, so what, is, what is your focus this week for that? For my R3. Our, yes, our R3. Um, well, what I did this weekend was I totally reorganized um, for my class binder, I was using one of those disc planner binders, people, mm -hmm. it was, became a thing. And so I had a whole bunch, but it was, um, uh, not big enough for me anymore with my, with my syllabus and, and, and all the class printouts and all that stuff and planning and everything. So I had to switch over to one of, you know, the big fat white binder, you know? Okay, yeah. But I had... Uh, these disc binders take a certain hole punch, right? It's not the three ring. It's all up and down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I was like, you know, I could buy more of these. Number one, that's money being spent. Number two, I, what am I going to do with these? You know what I'm saying? It's just me putting more shit into, you know, recycle or you know, trash, you know? I'm like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reuse these. And so I took clear packing tape and wrapped it on here. Like you can see the little butt mm -hmm. of it right here. Yeah. Um, wrapped it over both sides. And I mean, it took time, you know, but I don't care. And then I love organizing in Virgo. And then I was able to repunch the three holes in it and it punched through the tape. So it's nice and secure. It's not going to tear. You know what I'm saying? 
Nice. Um, so yeah, so that's how I reused things and my documents, all of that, I could just three hole punch and I plopped it on in there. But for these, I just really wanted to reuse them and not get rid of them, you know? So saved a buck, helped to save the planet. And it's, it's clear packing tape. You can't see it. It does That's its awesome. job. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm in school where my instructor is going to check my binder. You know what I, I'm saying? I need to get, I need to get organized too, but the, it's like, where do I start? So I think, I think right now it's all about as we prep for a salad and I'm, I'm trying to birth myself as a crone and, and this, this new transformative project. And if I'm lucky, I might get the guest room set up. <laughs> well, good. Good. Fabulous. All right. Now, let's start talking about all of these um, planetary energies that are taking place, mm -hmm. which, which we love, which are wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, and in my mind, cannot bring change soon enough, to be quite honest with you cannot bring it soon enough. I'm like, please, please, Mars and Aries and retrograde, please bring the positive change that our world needs. I beg of you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I beg of you. So, so go ahead, start talking, lady. Well, on the fourth, uh, we have Pluto going direct after being in retrograde since the end of April, and it's in <laughs> Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Um, the earthly element coming into yeah. play. Yes. On October 10th, uh, we have... Oh, and... and Let's see, how long is Pluto going to be direct? I don't have those dates. We've got, we've got a whole bunch of planets coming into direct very soon. Right, right. We've got, like you said, Pluto coming direct on October 4th. Mm -hmm. We've got Neptune, Neptune, Neptune coming direct <laughs> on um, November 29th. Mm. Uh, we've got Saturn coming direct um, on the 20th, today. Well, as we're recording, today, mm. the 29th of September. Uh, thank fucking God. Um, we, <laughs> we had Jupiter go direct on the 13th of September. Mars went, or Mars is going to finally go direct on the 14th of November. Right. So we've, you know, after that election day, you know, and Mercury goes direct on November 3rd. So we've got a lot of things closing up, babe. Closing Absolutely. up, you know. Um, so by the end of November, we should be all the planets direct again, you know? Yeah. That, that will be a good feeling. Yeah. Um, on the 10th, we've got, October 10th, we've got the last quarter moon. And this is a really good time to take any action that assists others in compassion and understanding. Um, it's a good time to pay attention to what's, motivating you and you know it's a good time to be respectful of self and others like really sit with that and, and figure out what that looks like in your own personal life and then on the 14th mercury goes retrograde which we've already been seeing that <laughs> 
yesterday I was trying so desperately to uh, get ready for my interview and <laughs> Zoom was not cooperating with me, but I just rolled with it. It wasn't perfect and I, you know, did the best I could, but I was like, damn you. I need to, uh, I need to definitely agree with you on the, this Mercury retrograde is going to be hell on electronics. So everybody back your stuff up and my washer broke. So there. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm telling you, girl, it's not even, I, I mean, the pre-shadow is not even really here. And, right. <laughs> and this Mercury retrograde has been kicking my ass for like two weeks already, you know? And I'm like, you motherfucker. Clearly, the universe does not want you to do laundry. Uh, clearly. <laughs> I, mean, I am a goddess, so why should I? Gee, don't I have, don't I have a husband for that and everything else in my life? <laughs> but, you know, like we said, Mars is still going to be in retrograde during this week, and it, it, this retrograde brings us inward. It's, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, and clear. I hear you. I knew it was coming. I understood that. Um, it makes us ask, where have our passions been, you know, kidnapped, held hostage? Well, I mean, retrograde, introspection, mm -hmm. reevaluation, redo, yeah. repeat, um, rework, replan. It's you know, time to, all of those amazing things. Yeah. It's absolutely time to focus on your work and not just the work that you get paid to do, but your soul work, your mm -hmm. spiritual work. Exactly. This, this is a great time and you've got until, you know, mid-November to take care of it. So get her done, which is... Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and it's not time to do anything half-ass. This no. is not a time to do anything half-ass. Things are shifting, they are changing, and you need to get ready. I, I made a note uh, for the podcast that says, be a witch scout, be prepared. Right? For sure. <laughs> um, you know, and goat. <laughs> right? I think that one of the, one of the things that we have to pay attention to is our perception of retrograde. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like I just said, this mercury retrograde, the electronics are going to lose their shit. So back it up. I'm putting that out into the universe, but I also, my perception of retrograde is, you know what? This is a great time because retrogrades for me are a wonderful planning time. They're a reworking time. Like I just created um, new curriculums for my third and fourth year of my classes. You know what I'm saying? Of my path. So it's a really great time to plan and um, clear away that debris on your path. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, especially introspectively, for sure. So instead of let's let's not be afraid of retrogrades. Let's definitely look at them as something um, that is amazing. It's kind of a pause, even added to this other pause that we're on. You know what I'm saying? Which isn't so much of a pause anymore. Um, so let's think about it like that. You know, mm -hmm. like hey, I, I get I get more time before this physical end of the year. Right. To take care of some things. And I think that we all need to realize that um, universe is saying it's time to fucking take care of things. I, I'm done playing around. You've gotten a god dang pandemic to give you a pause and you're ignoring that 
and still going back to everything, you know, like it's normal. Yes. Um, you had, and to even show us how we could help earth again, things started clearing up around earth. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we had that and then universe is like, okay, here's all these retrogrades. What are you, what are you really doing with all of this energy that I'm giving you this reboot energy? Are you pissing it away or are you making something good with it? You yeah. know? So think about that for sure. Everybody should think about that. You know, <sighs> that being said, <laughs> what's our tarot for today? Um, today is a really, really uh, great card. I love this card, and I am using the Farago Spiritum uh, Tarot uh, that my beautiful friend Raven Bella Zingaro made, and her friend Yvette, they created this uh, many years in the making. And so today I've got the Ten of Pentacles, and I love this card, number one, because it's Virgo Mercury, um, but number two, it's because it's that beautiful earth foundation. Mm -hmm. And when the Ten of Pentacles comes in, especially upright, it talks about um, completion, right? It talks about that stability of completion, yes. that... Um, firmness of the foundation that we stand on. It also talks about um, accomplishment and mm -hmm. abundance. Yeah. Um, and it, it reminds us to make sure that we continue creating that lasting foundation, that stable foundation, which is exactly what we kind of just talked about with all these retrogrades happening, right? Right. Um, and it reminds us that everything is going to come together. It's all going to come together. That um, I feel that abundance. It. Yes, that abundance that that uh, we all so long for can only be attained if we already perceive how abundant we already are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So stop looking for grass is greener on the other side, and start working with the land that you have and creating mm -hmm. that beautiful, firm, wonderful, abundant foundation. You know. Um, that we can all create. If we see it, we can achieve it, number one. So let's create some fucking change, please. Yes. <laughs> please. Um, and then, so my spell, because of the uh, Aries full moon, um, for me, like I said, that Aries full moon comes into play, and it, it really burns away... Um, the, the physical costume that we all wear and um, reminds me of uh, this, this is nothing. What is inside is amazing. And it's that beautiful light that lives within all of us, you know, that spirit light. And so I did my full moon because that's exactly what I saw, almost like a phoenix, you know, rising up, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That beautiful spirit light in phoenix form, you know. Um, so that's, that's what I based my full moon on, and the message that I received is what I based this spell on. And um, it's, uh, you know, it, it's really calling to me um, as such a moon, a possibility, right? This Aries full moon, and um, of change, of choice, and this spell is about the fall, and we all know what fall I'm talking about. So if you're not down for that, you may not want to listen to it because it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one in my mind. 
it's a good one period don't even give anybody <laughs> an opening to debate it <laughs> thank you i love you thank you so much for that all right so oh i got goosebumps already spirit is here with me so mm -hmm. spirit, i feel it too I feel ancestors it too. are saying this spell right now girl oh my gosh it's all up and down my body Whew. okay thank you all right okay let's do this Be the flame, be the change. Shout out loud your spiritual name. Take a stand or take a knee. Make your voice heard as together we call in and watch the fall of the patriarchy. And so it is. So it is. I still have goosebumps. I love it when spirit comes to visit us when we're <laughs> We love it. Thank you. Thank you, my ancestors. And uh, with that, um, we are out. So next week, our topic is going to be what you were talking about earlier, the physical oh. changes. <laughs> the what? I'm sorry. The physical changes when you're- Oh yeah, no, I, I, I hope to be ready to talk about that um, for sure. Birthing a crone and, and how, what does that look like for a witch? Yes. Yes, I love that. I love that. Okay, and in the meantime, thank you for listening. Go in peace, love, and light. The circle is open, but unbroken. Until we meet again, my darlings, Mary, Mary Park, and, and blessed, blessed be. be.